Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'm going to go just up on you, and we're going to just cut live. Three, two. You're good, Demi. Oh, oh, we're live. Oh, we're live. We're live. Listen, <laughs> listen. We are live. It's a, it, it was an interesting transition, and you know, transitioning is always tough. It can be, but uh, we're here tonight as the only grass guy. Wait a sec. That was weird. I was, was, I was hearing myself. No, I was hearing myself back, and my I was getting a delay through my mic. I had to I had to change it. So I really screwed this whole thing up. You, you know, want, you you want to start over? Can we start over? Hey, we're live again. If you were here earlier, but if you weren't, well, then you don't know anything about this. But listen, it's the guys here at uh, the Grass Factor, and uh, tonight, Ray, I wanted to talk a little bit before we got going here. And preview our new thing mm-hmm. for 2023. We're going to be the only guys on YouTube selling tubes of lube because we're going to be the only grass guys that are doing our products. We're selling marital aids. That's going to be our thing. So I can't wait for everybody to copy us and show us how to use those, when we should be using them, where we should be using them, and at what appropriate rates we should be using them too. So we're going to start a trend, Ray, and then somebody else is going to finish it and sell it all over. What's that <laughs> website? Starts and ends with starts with why ends with why, but it's not your pussy, but it's pretty close. All right. With all that being said, mm-hmm. tonight we're we're coming in spicy. We're coming in hot. It was uh, it was a long <laughs> week for me. It was a long week for Ray. Matt is uh, yep. on his way back. He will be here next week. And I'll go ahead and tease this right now. Next week we have Santa uh, as our special guest, as we did last year for our Christmas show. Uh, Santa graciously taking some time out of his schedule. You do not know want to know what we paid for uh, for that type of cameo appearance. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, we just don't talk about those things. But he will be here to answer questions. So if you are a Patreon member, uh, you have the opportunity to go into our chat on Dirty Deeds, uh, go in there and submit a question. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, slide all the way up. Jay Pink has posted that. We'll tag everybody in it again here closer uh, to the end of the show. I also and, threw it in the YouTube chat. I just And it's it, in the YouTube <laughs> chat. Yeah. Anybody can ask a question. I will sit there and ask Santa. So, uh, you know, we want to know all the good, the bad, and the ugly. Who is on the naughty list? We'll try and find out. Uh, we had several questions last year about people that, you know, we don't associate with. But, you know, uh, Santa knows everything about everybody. Right, Ray? He sure does. I mean, knows more about me than I'd like him to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when uh, when you know when Santa told me he hadn't seen, you know, he was talking about one of my projects and hadn't seen anybody put more seed in one spot since Peter North. I thought, man, this guy has got it figured out. Uh, it was, it was yeah. But in any I mean, event, spooky right tonight, <laughs> spooky tonight, and tonight only, uh, we are going to be doing the lightning round. We don't have a guest. We didn't want to have a guest. We're trying to chill our way through December here we've got mm-hmm. some really cool stuff coming up after the first year but tonight taking your calls the lightning round uh so we're gonna put uh what, what do we need jay pink with the delay uh maybe two minutes Let, and 20 seconds go ahead, cowboy oh whoops, yeah ignore that <laughs> should it hold on fuck uh, you matt <laughs> <laughs> from yeah just chill matt <laughs> from dawson's <laughs> brain to the maze mouth um last time it was a seven second delay is that, that, is that we, about what we're at that we okay. added yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like two minutes seven seconds well good well good so let's go ahead and put up there 210 whatever you think is appropriate 
because it does take a minute. So if you hear us, make sure, please make sure you've got your your television, your phone, um, whatever device that you're watching or listening on. Please turn that down because, man, it it hurts our ears. Feedback, and is, I know that you. Feedback is epic. <laughs> It's yeah. bad. And, and and if you need extra bandwidth, close all those extra browser tabs with all the pissing pics in them. It's not helping anybody. We trust trust us. <laughs> it's not helping anybody. Yeah. So with all that being yeah. said, shut up, J Pink. <laughs> <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me. I can see you, even though I can't see you. Uh let's go ahead and let's get a first call in here. So anybody, uh go ahead and call in here. We're at uh three oh four eight oh four seven two seven seven. That is three oh four eighty grass or three oh four eight oh four Seven two ass. Now, um, Ray, interesting thing this week. Uh, big big uh, turf conference I attended this week here uh, in the Midwest. Lots of lots of action, lots of talk, and uh, well, I'll have to save. I'll have to save that part. Caller, you're live and you're not listening. You got your damn radio Go up. Ahead, what do you want? Hey, what's up, boys? Stick what's going on? Beef. It's the grass thief. Grass thief. Hey. I'll tell you. I figured I'd break I, the ice since nobody's calling in. Tahoma 31, latest and greatest. Yes. <laughs> I see that big smile on Ryan's face when I, when I hear it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Tahoma 31. Listen, I sent in a picture to Mr. Uh, J. Pink during the week of a section of, I don't know if he got it or not, of a yeah, section of... Uh, Soil that there it goes. You're the man, Jay. I don't know if this is a wild Bermuda, uh, Ray, Mister Rye, or I'm, I'm not sure what it is. But it comes back every year. But it looked like it. See how it, go, it went dormant now. So this section of my yard, I'm going to be renovating for next. You know, for this upcoming spring. And I wanted to see yeah. if I can rid this stuff now while I have the chance before I throw my Tahoma down. What's in the Actually, back there right now? What, what's the is that uh, tall fescue or something there in the back right now? It, that's yeah, it's just uh, turf type tall fescue. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. Here, Go ahead, Ray. Here, here's the ba- here's the bad news. If the Bermuda is dormant, you can't kill it. Yeah. Uh, okay. You need it to be act- actively growing when. You decide to terminate it. Right. So, okay. What I would tell you is make note of the area now and then right. plan on dealing with it next spring and resod with your Tahoma 31 in the summer. Right. That's so my, soon as, my word as soon as it springs up, right? Right. In, in, in the spring, try to kill it then. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, sir. Yes. Right. Now, what would you use to kill it? All right. Here we go. And, all right. Time's up. It's over. <laughs> all right. Ray, okay. finish this up. Okay. What you want is you want triclopyr, fusillade, and glyphosate. One, two, three, all in a tank mix, applied at least three times, 14 to 21 days apart. And okay. while you're trying to kill it, I also suggest that you keep that area watered and fertilized. Right. Because yeah. what okay. you want is you want your, your undesirable to keep on eating while 
you feed it this stuff and that way you reduce the chances that you have a zombie situation where the Bermuda is coming back from the dead when you thought you got rid of it. I know. That's what, and the good thing is I don't have to worry about the, tort, the, the fescue because I'm rid of that also. Um, well, the, the, the fescue is that. super easy. But I the don't want this coming easy. back from my Tahoma. Right. And right. Well, the, well, well, the fescue is easy side, to kill. I got the Tahoma and it's been pretty good. I got no weeds, mm. knock on wood. But this is nice. something that's just in one side of my yard and it comes back mm-hmm. every year. And it's got a stolen in it, and it looks just like a Bermuda, but it's ugly. So, mm-hmm. well, kill it right, off, well, get rid of it. Let's get that Tahoma Thirty-One in there. That'll be lose it yeah. and a uh, lot better. And, and plant the Tahoma Thirty-One. <laughs> Time's up. It's over. Absolutely. <laughs> Give a second, two-minute run. Oh man, the hang-up is all. It's it's always a it's so soul crushing, but I think we answered his question. I think yeah, that that is a common problem. Well, okay, so this is a good segue into Jay Pink. Throw up that question from the mailbag that we had from Mr. Brian Morales. Hopefully, he's watching, and if he's uh, not, I'm sure he'll catch the replay. Yeah. So it was just a question. Hey guys, what do you recommend to kill Bermuda in seashore paspalum grass? Now we we jammed about this a little bit in the pre-show, but for those that weren't there for that, Ray, first of all. What, before we get into control strategies, all that stuff, what is the grass telling you if you have uh, transitioned from Bermuda to Seashore Pass Palum and your Bermuda has returned? What is the grass telling you? That means that your Seashore Pass Palum basically doesn't belong there and the Bermuda does. Because if you want Seashore Pass Palum, here's how you give it indications that you want the grass. You, for, first of all, are growing your seashore pespalum on sand. And secondly, your irrigation water is salt water. And I'm talking about even water from the, straight from the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so, if somebody tells me that they're keeping a turf grass area on regular native soil and they're watering with a potable or near potable water supply, I literally expect the previous Bermuda to recolonize the area within five years. And I have heard of suppression programs that involve a combination of ethofumicate and cutlass. However, uh, that gets us into the situation of are we doing turf grass management or are we providing hospice care? Why not both? <laughs> uh, uh, now, uh, listen, I, the, uh, so is it this turf conference? And it kind of, it's a good, uh, one of the segues I, I, that came up a lot. Like, you know, people were coming up and saying, hey, I want to bend your ear. Look at this. Look at this. Look at, you know, different, different things, different issues they were having throughout the year. People I don't get to see mm-hmm. often and things like that. and. The number of situations, and again, some of it is kind of hard to do from a timing standpoint, in some cases a budget standpoint, but generally speaking, there's a lot of turf out there that just needs to die and go away and be reborn as some type of new turf, right? Like, 
something it is better. Not worth yes. The pain of managing whatever it is that you're dealing with, right? From a, a, uh-huh. a, a species issue, uh, you know, uh, environment that, that that favors you know weedy grasses, things like that, right? And not fixing mm-hmm. the underlying issues. Golly, I, I see people doing. And and part of it now is uh, is interesting, you know, because you know play is up on golf courses or you know, sports fields are starting to be used more after the pandemic and lawn mm-hmm. care is just blown through the roof, right, with business. And so it seems like there's a lot more money and there's a lot more people saying, well, I don't like this. I want to get this fixed. And people are dumping just ridiculous amounts of money into whatever they fathom that they, they, they want to control, right? Rather than just oh. simply looking at the problem holistically and saying, hey, mm-hmm. this is... This is dumb. This is turf hospice care, right? I call, I kept going back yes. to that and thinking about you. All right, let's mm-hmm. let's go back. Of they course, I up. think about death and Ray. They hung yeah. up. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to even answer. They hung up. Just whoever that was, call back. Ryan, but Ryan, that is like a good, you know, way of thinking because you know, of course, I'm thinking about my own future too, and I don't want to be committed to providing hospice care to a law 10 years from now i really don't i mean because it's just one i'm getting a little burnt out and two i'm getting old <laughs> well and that's what i'm saying so like it, it, you know life is short um mm-hmm. yeah life's too short and- for this <laughs> I wish, and that, and that's kind of what I was talking to some of the academic folks, you know, it was, hey, you know what, we spent a ton of time researching herbicides, researching, uh, you know, certain fungicides, right? Yeah. Yeah. Control products. And, mm-hmm. and how are we doing in terms of planting, you know, um, variety trials that we can look at and say, okay, hey, yeah, if you, you can spray all this shit on this, you know, this, this genetic, you know, this, uh, this genetic, um, mm-hmm. uh, variation from 5 10 15 20 years ago whatever and then compare that to you know something that's newer and then also looking at you know better and improved establishment methods actually heard a talk ray you would be interested in this now it was only done uh they did it in a greenhouse and they replicated it outside a little bit but it was the establishment of zoysia grass from sprigs Mm -hmm. and they micro irrigate micro dosed irrigated it so it would turn on for like 15 seconds every like mm-hmm. four and a half minutes or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it was missed, right? Mm-hmm. And the sprigs that were in these trials, right, they did different, you know, different uh, amounts of time, right, so different amounts of water. 15 seconds was mm-hmm. sort of like the winter. But these were establishing, in some cases, months faster than a traditional uh, uh, grass sprig. Uh, Ryan? Yes. A common practice for the sod growers here in Hawaii is, you know, when they're establishing their fields, they run micro sprinklers on the poly pipe rather than the big sprinklers. Hmm. Go ahead, cowboy. Call can you hear me? Can I hear yeah, you? We can hear you. Live and cl- loud and clear. Go for oh, it. <laughs> yeah. This, this, yeah, this is Tiff Way. Old oh, Michael. Oh, Mikey. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> What's your question, question, sir? Here's my question. Um, so, so say you put your Tahoma 
down, okay, and you've got your common that is kind of starting to compete with it. Is there anything you can mm-hmm. do over time to not let that common come back? Okay. Oh, go ahead, Ray. Me, Mikey, experiment with low mowing reduction of nitrogen and then putting that area on a tenacity and simazine or tenacity and syncor program because when you have a mix of common Bermuda and hybrid Bermuda, tenacity and syncor or tenacity and simazine tend to be way more suppressive and stressful to the common versus the slower growing and shorter hybrid. Okay. I mean, that, that's the that best be I can do for you. Other uh, hybrids too, like your 419 and other stuff like that. If you yes, want to, yes, it can um, be. Yes, it can be, Mikey. And I suggest you even look at the 24C or the emergency use label for tenacity, where it talks about applying tenacity plus sin plus simazine to Gulf fairways in Florida, and there's a warning on that white paper that says that if you apply this treatment to a common Bermuda fairway or a mix of common and 419, expect the common to drop out. Time's up. It's over. Okay. Yeah, all I was going to add to that was just cultural practices that will favor um, yeah. the homer, right? Low mowing. Yeah, low mowing and cut your nitrogen. Cut your nitrogen yep. and phosphorus way down because I've known over the years that common Bermuda and even the legacy varieties such as 419 and 328, I noticed that they're real nitrogen and phosphorus hogs. They love it. I mean, they need it badly. Go ahead, cowboy. Lushy. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. You're wasting Hello. your time, dude. Hello. Hello. I didn't know. Let's go. Jay Pink, put those pictures up I sent you. Let's go get on the hop. You're the best producer in the show. Ray, you've already seen these pictures. Yep. I know a bulldozer is your option. It may not be the option mm-hmm. for the homeowner. Ryan, you've seen these pictures. You never got back <laughs> to me. I, it's been a long week. I'm sorry. Uh, what? How big is this lawn? Options. A uh, couple thousand square feet. It is small in the back. Wrong picture. There you go. So you got two inches of on is. top of. Is that sand? Is that sand underneath? Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's, it's it's a clear sand. Stuff. It's a or, what? It just it's sand. It's just there's nothing. I mean, it's not even like. Uh, it's, so okay, it's, okay, 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 it's okay, not okay, like okay. it's not a bony gravel. It's it's just pure sand underneath there. All right, here's okay. what you need to do. You go, you go, you go first, Ray. Okay, the third way to he wants the bulldozer. This, yeah, third way to to deal with this lushy is, but then this takes a lot more time and effort and possibly money in the end. Is <laughs> if you can get this property owner to commit to sand capping to cover this dirt back up. And then reestablish or establish turf grass on top of the sand layer that you're building up. And by the way, Lushy, that is my option short of a bulldozer. 
when I have these assholes putting dirt on top of sand and then laying salt on top of that dirt. I normally prescribe a sand cap. All right. I'm going to show you something here. What's Fire Marshal Bill say? Let me tell you something. You got to be <laughs> a certain age to know what that is. Uh, you really do. Uh, let's Matt see TV. here. Oh. Time's up. It's no, up. that that was uh, in living color, dog. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. Throw this up, Jay Pink, this video real quick. I know I think I've showed this one or something similar before. Uh, so I think this is going to be your best option. This is the Rotodaren on the front of a dingo. Rotodaren. Right? So yep. Yep. So here's here's the reason I say that is uh, let me make sure on this one because it is slightly different than the tractor mounted one. And give me okay, a uh, Ryan. You know when you use a Rotodaren, is the idea to break the layer and reincorporate it so that it is smooth and a relatively uniform mix. Is that the objective? The objective here in this particular case, and I wouldn't recommend this in every single case, the objective here, so I'm going to tell you the, the, the pros and the cons of doing this. The pros are you basically have, let's just call it four inches of sand with about an inch and a half to two inches of topsoil above that, right? Okay, so mm -hmm. it, could be more, we, it could be more sand, like up to 12, 15 inches. Not worried about mm, that. Nice. Irre irrelevant, irrelevant to me right now. Yep. Okay, you're going to grow roots in those top six inches. So here's what we need to do, and here's the pros. The pros are, you know, you've got roughly, roughly, if we just proportion that out, 66% sand and about 33%, uh, uh, 34% soil, right? So mm -hmm. when we start mixing sand and topsoil together, this is where everybody's like, you're going to get concrete, you're going to do all these other bad things. And, yes, and yeah, no. they're right. You need to get yourself the critical volume is going to be up around eighty-five percent, right? So, I understand what Ray's saying about sand capping. However, I don't think it's good to leave that layer in there, even if you can get enough sand on it. So, from an economic standpoint, the better thing to do would be go ahead and run the rotodaren over that, and I'd probably run it twice over, okay, just to make sure that you've incorporated that very, very well. It's as homogenous as it possibly can be, and then. The next thing I'm going to do is go collect the soil samples, and I'm going to have the physical analysis done, right, to understand what types of sand, silt, clay we have in there. And I'd even go a step further and have them run the sand fractions just to see how fine some of that sand is because the next thing that you're going to do is make recommendation based off of that to amend it further, right? So it could be additional sand to get yourself up above that 85% critical mark. It may be organic material that need to be added, right, for water retention purposes because the sand is maybe too coarse right and won't hold enough water in which case you're going to have a shit show on your hands so uh you got to unfuck what you got first and then we're going to figure out and test what you need to do to refuck it better than it's ever been fucked before because lush lawns is taking care of it and that's just how he fucks so <laughs> the bad news is the bad news is though is what ray was getting ready to say is that uh it's going to be lumpy and bumpy and you're going to have some work to do to, and don't, people are going to freak out when I say this word, but recompact your soil. I don't mean like compact it to the point shit's not going to grow, but we, we do this in construction all the time. You have to have a soil that's compact. that's going to hold grade, right? So there's different things you can do from a rental standpoint, Lushy, you know, you could just use that dingo and probably track it in if there's enough moisture in it to kind of keep it, uh, 
movement. I think they sell or, or rent a roller attachment for that dingo. Or if you really need to, uh, you can rent. I don't know if you've ever seen the little like remote control, and I don't mean like they're little, like they're the size of like a desk, you know. Uh, uh the little, Ryan. The little little sheep's foot roller. Yeah, the sheep's okay. foot roller. Yep. Or like my sod grower friend, what he uses on his jobs is a one thousand pound walk behind roller. Okay. How deep? And... How how? I guess my so for compaction. How deep are we trying to compact? Like are we trying to get like the first three four inches tight. Because from doing construction, more than that. you have more than that. different lifts. More than that, Lushy. Or... More than that, Lushy. And well, here's what I would suggest that here's my compaction procedure to get a lawn or turf area flat and stable. A couple days before actually doing the rolling procedure, I want to water the unholy heck out of that area because mm-hmm. water will do like 75 to 80% of your work. And then mm-hmm. when the first, uh, you know, three or four inches of that is no longer muddy, then I break out Big Bertha and roll the heck out of it. And what I want is I want it to be flat and no longer shifting under my feet such that even if I were to walk on that thing carrying my engine drive backpack, my feet no longer sink in that lawn because by the way ryan i have had that happen to me where i try to spray a recently sprigged or plugged lawn and my feet go down several inches yeah and i mean it's just all how you put it back together and i think that's the missing step is everybody thinks oh you tell your lawn you you know you smooth smooth some dirt around and then you see it into it and it always ends up no part of the reason no is like what you're saying That's is how... that you gotta water the absolute piss out of it first you know water is the glue that binds that all together and in practice and doing that that's where you need to use compaction so bless you to your point about you know how deep right uh basic premise would be this is if you use that sheep's foot roller what your soil will allow for right unless you're only getting into that top you know two inches one inch something like that that would be problematic but i think if you get down just below that the biggest thing that's going to stabilize below down there is going to be not a roller necessarily but more so roots right so making sure that you get grass establishing up um so right. we didn't talk about if there's irrigation on that we didn't talk about a whole host of other no factors, irrigation but uh okay. yeah yeah, so, yeah there's there's a whole host of, of, of other things we can go over with it but yeah that's, it's uh it's a conundrum but let's just say i i when i uh see it, it's wet in those pictures in the background that it was pouring rain when i went to samples and i actually went back got my phone and took pictures because i saw that and said oh boy i got one to share with the group here and uh mm-hmm. this is not gonna just be uh oh we'll, we'll throw some seed down it in the spring and, and we'll we'll make this look right nope, nope. So, you gotta actually structurally correct this and this is kind of what i've started getting into like you know as soon as i went into business for myself is i stopped putting band-aids on problems and i started looking at what are some long-term actionable solutions such that once i fix this it's fixed you know i don't need to keep on 
putting Humpty Dumpty back together. No, I'm going to break out the the full-on, you know, screws and cables and whatever, and we're going to put it back together, and it's going to stay together. <laughs> well, I appreciate the input. I'm going to bounce off so other, some other people... <laughs> Jay Pink's been waiting patiently for like nine minutes to do that. Yeah. Literally, if you if you go back, you can see when I put my arm up over the button waiting. <laughs> oh boy. Listen, Ray, Love you, you take it here for a minute. I gotta mm-hmm. I gotta run upstairs real quick, but you take it here for a minute. I will be right back. All right. All right. Uh, Lushy, real, or not Lushy, uh, Ray, real quick. Evie in the chat wanted to know, would deep tine mm-hmm. core uh, aeration pass the soil and backfilled with sand, possibly still with a sand cap, work for Lushy? It could. It could well work. But here's the problem with running deep tine equipment. Deep tine equipment is actually intended only for use on golf greens with a very uniform profile of sand. You start putting deep tine stuff on mixes of sand and dirt, I think you almost void the warranty on that equipment because those machines are intended for golf greens and similar surfaces where the soil profile or the sand profile is uniform and known because for example i could never put a deep tine aerator on the kind of lawns that i deal with because a few inches underneath that so-called soil there chances are there's compacted coral or road base and when tines hit compacted road base or coral they break off. So, you know, you got to be careful when running aeration equipment because, yeah, they have their designed uses, but then when we take them outside of the where they're designed to be used and say, let's uh, throw this on, you know, Mr. Jones' uh, back lawn that may or may not have rocks underneath <laughs> it might Jones not end well always ruining shit <laughs> no, just saying because uh, yeah because I I often get asked about why not punch the soil with that kind of an equipment you know piece of equipment and my, my, my question is is I've seen for myself how well aeration equipment likes aggregate. It doesn't like aggregate very well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, not at the all. Tines. Yeah, because you know those tines? A lot of those tines are made out of tempered and hardened steel. So if they hit rock, they shatter. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, all, I heard was, all I heard from Ray was that I'm harder than hard to steel. And, wow. <laughs> Ray, that's impressive. The, the trend and the TRT are 
It's working out. I like it. No, so, no, it's the it, it's no. it's not that we were talking about how Eurasian tines don't like rock. Oh, no, they don't God, like rocks no. very well. No. Yeah, they he, don't like rocks no. very well. <laughs> Evie had wondered in Lushy's situation if he could, if Lushy could, instead of a bulldozer, do deep core aeration past the soil and backfill with sand and maybe still do a sand cap. Uh, I mean, oof, I, I think, I think you so could. Until, I think that's, until, until Lushy hits a rock and then that aeration machine starts to uh, break tines in the soil, right, Ryan? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my concern would be if there's a you know a non golf course style ir- you know aeration machine that he would be able to use right and have access to to get deep enough to do that. The other thing too is that even on the tightest spacing with you know uh, with big enough tines, right, you're only going to affect somewhere between three and four percent of the soil surface. So you're talking about a lot of trips over over a long period of time. I'm not saying that you need mm-hmm. to get to a hundred percent. But you've got to get to a critical mass at which water is going to pass through there and then cap it. So, hey, I, I'm Ryan, telling you, you take your lumps, you tail it up. Ryan, what do you yep. think about that machine that I've seen called the Aerovator? Yeah, because that's made with that's that's made with much sturdier tines than the golf green break. style aerators. Yeah the uh, the the coring tines on that suck uh mm-hmm. but, but i'm talking solid tines are fine and let me see if i can get you a good video this on that bad boy. where uh yeah that's on the front yeah. of a vent track but same prince look at this guy he's real happy to talk about using his machine yeah, well, to well, seed well because because i know uh pete denny uses an aerovator too yeah yeah, he yeah. uses an yeah, aerovator on a yeah on a vent track and and he likes it. But my point is is that those tines look to be a lot sturdier than say a Toro Procore tine. Yeah, the other thing too is that it uh, it doesn't go as deep. Like I think the effective depth on that is probably somewhere around like three, maybe three and a half inches, something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Again, is you know, Lushy is breaking through that topsoil there. I just, again, it's like it's a it's a half-ass solution, and I, I'm not digging on Evie. It's a it's a legitimate question. Like, could you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's it's not that. Uh, it's just no, that you can uh, dig on Evie. It's fine. Way to suggest a half-ass solution, Evie. Bunch of work, half-ass results. He asked the question. No, he asked the question. It was a legitimate question. Hey, what is there another way to approach this? I think it's a it's yeah. a viable. It's option. a fair. Qu- yeah, it's a it's a fair it's just question and lower cost option. Yeah, it's it's just that I gotta think. Uh, what are the realities? Because you know, Ryan here in Hawaii, anybody with any sense does not run an aerator on a lawn. Nobody about, does it. What about running this on the lawn to help compact it, Ray? That's exactly what I was talking about. That's the machine that my friend has. That's exactly oh, what I was talking about. Is he has that and he fires it up and he r- rolls it back and forth and gets the ground flat before he lays sod. I mean, that's exactly the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. And 
It's uh there go. This, yes, yes. Yeah, that's that's exactly what we're talking about. Where that stuff that thing weighs like maybe seven fifty to a thousand pounds, J Pink. And that's just enough to do the job without being excessive. One fifty five on this one, J Pink. Go ahead and slide her over. I'll show you what what I'm telling old Lush to use. Oh, remote control, Ray. You can sit in the truck with this thing with one hand on the joystick and one, the other hand on your joystick. <laughs> Does that cost extra? Nope. Yeah, I think you got to you got to pay a thirty five dollar damage fee, damage waiver fee if you're going to touch Ray's joystick. Ray <laughs> said no. no, no, no. Environmental no fee, chart. finder's fee, uh, no, no. insurance. Shop fees. I mean, a whole host I mean, of things. Look but at yeah, the brand so, name on this thing. It's a wow. Yeah, it's a whacker. Yeah, whacker. Yeah, yeah he's down there rolling Needed, his pad out. So yeah, the sheep's Needed foot's Germany. a key though. Sheep's foot yeah. is key uh, because you get yeah. See, you're getting that compaction, not just a solid or a solid drum where it can just kind of glaze over the top, and you get this layer of compacted stuff. You know, the mm-hmm. idea is as you go over top of this, you're getting uh, far better compaction. So, look into one of these. There was a uh, a rental link, uh, and I used to rent these to tell you what they cost. But let's see. Whacker, yeah, what a great name, by the way. Well, that that that's more... like the uh, the standard for doing uh, parking lot construction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, site Basically. work, things like that. S- yeah. Site work, yeah, parking lots and. Uh, and whatever you just uh, three hundred a day in Maui, in Maui you get it for three hundred. Yeah, three hundred a day. Yep, well worth it. Well worth it because, by the way, guys, failure to properly compact means that you know what has to happen if you fail to properly con- compact and then you install sod, Ryan. Yeah. Thousands of dollars. Worth of sand capping is needed to remediate the surface. Thousands. When you got, uh, uh, if you got uh, <laughs> three, uh, you know, whatever, five dollars, three or five dollars, whatever it is a square foot, now that's uh, that's something uh, you're probably going to want to avoid at all costs. Yeah, but because people do dumb stuff. Yeah, because uh, for me, the reason why I say sand capping runs into the thousands is. I gotta pay about three hundred dollars a yard for sand, and the first increment of a sand cap normally requires two yards of sand per thousand square foot. Okay, and then I'm gonna have to, and, and I'm gonna have to do that more than once. So by the time all said and done. People end up paying. I've seen them pay like, you know, three, four thousand dollars to fix a couple thousand square feet where somebody did the half-ass job. <laughs> yeah, you know, false little, false economy. When and when you tell me that the proper roller is only three hundred dollars a day to rent, oh my goodness, that is small money by comparison. <laughs> It absolutely small is. Small money. 
That's small That's money, cool. right? <laughs> so Brent asked in the chat if the customer, Lushy's customer, doesn't have any irrigation. Is there anything customers should do to make this more successful? I mean, if you're only going to, sp- if you're only going to spend several thousands, why not spend more several thousands? I don't know. All right. Um, go ahead, dollar. cowboy. Yeah, there you go. Demay and Ray is a cowgirl. TK, what's up? Hey, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Are you, hey. How are y'all doing? How was the concert, what TK? Oh, my gosh. I, You know, I actually thought I was going to be going to this crappy-ass uh, middle school and high school little band concert. They only got, like, five kids trying to play all the instruments and stuff. But it was actually pretty good. I was, like, <laughs> thoroughly surprised. But, you know, Kelly, uh, said it Kelly was listening to y'all the whole time. <laughs> That's usually what he does. He does. Terrible. Yeah, he had, he had his headphones on. I was like, you know your son is playing. He got a solo. Well, it was actually a duet. I was like, can you hear him? And he was like, huh? I was like, look at this oh. right here. You know, I Picture got all of his face, Sam. so quick. Huh? Yeah, but I was I was uh I was reading the closed caption. You know, I wasn't listening, but I was I was reading along. So I you know <laughs> Yeah, I was keeping well, up too. I was keeping up too. So that one friend um who okay, first of all, I wanna send pictures in. I got pictures to send in, like for oh, the two minute yeah. hour. You know, but all of my pictures are where uh Tilly done fucked up. So <laughs> <laughs> we so, get yeah, ooh, so ooh, some, ooh, ooh. I, I'm gonna send them in to you, JP. I'm gonna send, send them in. in. Send them in. Go ahead, so, go ahead, go ahead. So the one guy that sent it in, and he had some grass. I don't know, some tall fescue or something. And then he had a whole brown area, and they're right. So, so uh, astutely says, "Well, that's dormant, and you can't do anything to that until the spring." Like I, I was like, "That's not right, right there, right?" I was really excited about that. But then that same gentleman says something about some T31 grass or some. I don't even know what it's called. And then, you know, that joker that I called my husband was like, I'm going to do that next year. I was like, we're going to buy some more shit for the grass. Like, so, yeah, like I'm all in my feelings about that. <laughs> I'm all in my feelings <laughs> about this new ass grass that, you know, we got a big ass yard, October. friends. Hmm? Nothing. Ignore don't that. That was just some fucker. Ignore him. Miss TK. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, it was going to be like a happy and light call in. Until he started talking about this damn grass. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. Did he tell y'all about how Amazon jacked the grass up? Did he tell y'all about that? Yeah. He did in the Discord, yeah. Yeah, he sure did. Yes. He sure did, Miss yes. TK. And and you know what I said? That's when what I said, say, right? I said, okay, I think it would be fair if somebody ponied up for some sand and some sod to fix their laziness. I think so too. Yeah, okay, I, think, I, mean, I think we we've got some mental damages. Bezos, we going have for to you. get counseling about that. <laughs> well, I mean, let's put it this way. Uh I have a thing where I don't normally like to see people drive on top of grass. I think that it's just very ignorant. I mean, because if you do that to somebody's nice front lawn, where the hell is your brain? All right. I know, right? <laughs> but maybe he yeah. was drunk or high. Like, 
I, I don't, I don't know. care. Both. Like, I don't care, like Kiki. I don't... said turn right, and he just turned right. But friend, it's, there's no street. There's no nothing. It's a big curve. There's like, no road. There was... Okay, it's like what, what? No, no driveway. It's like, do you no? Literally, I mean, I gotta ask the question now. If you see this nicely maintained area of grass, does that look like a driveway to you? Well, now, now Ray, you know, it's daylight savings time, so it's like real dark down through these parts right now. So maybe he just I give zero shit. It was grass and a curb. I give zero shits because I can see grass <laughs> even at night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. What are you, super grass man with X-ray vision at night? I love it. Okay, so we should be superheroes <laughs> together, Captain Nutsis and Super Grass Man. Like I'm ready for it. I'm down for it right now. Yeah, bring it up. Bring it on, lady. <laughs> we've, we've got footage here uh, of of what happened in Telly's yard. Did you know that? Oh, you have no. the footage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. I'm yeah. paying for surveillance cameras so we can watch the damn Amazon man drive on the grass, but he can't tell me who stole the packages. See, right there, we are not using the cameras right. I don't. I don't know if you're watching live, uh, TK, but here's, no, here's... because y'all said turn the TV and and the phones and stuff off and uh, close out all the apps. I do believe Demay said that. Close out all the yeah. apps so you can what have a bad I am following the rules. This is the guy. <laughs> I saw this on Reddit. <laughs> wait, wait, no, this was you, wasn't this? Yeah, I put this, this in the Discord. <laughs> Where was this from? Was this on Reddit? Or... Oh, it was on TikTok. TikTok. So, yeah, so I miss you guys. I think we need to have an in the middle of the year convention. So, so we need to work. Just come to Knoxville. Just come to Knoxville, TK. <laughs> oh, I'm, now I'm gonna roll up, but we can't be there. Who, who was the uh, lot more people that uh, burnt up? They can't come. They can't come. They won't. Oh they yeah, yeah, yeah. Catching on fire. Hey, they can't come. I hope they fix it. DK, you, you got to send those pictures in because next week our episode is with Santa, and if you send us those pictures, we'll put them up on the show and we'll ask Santa what he thinks Kelly needs and under the tree to fix all those fuck ups. No, he ain't giving us <laughs> nothing but lumps of coal because that damn you grass. He's gonna go lay out there. That's his present. He's gonna lay Santa, and roll listen, around in it. Santa <laughs> works in mysterious ways. What if? What could you imagine? Could you imagine if we were able to get like eighty-two big rolls of Tahoma sod underneath the Christmas tree inside the house, DK? How would Ooh. That be? I can't. Oh, See, I thought I thought we were friends. No, 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 no. Ooh, better, better, better. You, you, you've seen like those Lexus and Mercedes commercials, right? Where they come out and there's like a big fucking bow around a you know ninety thousand yes. dollar car. What if you had an entire flatbed, semi flatbed full of sod? With a big ass red bow around it, and we get Telly he he, in his pajamas on video. That nothing. would be amazing. He, he, he would be so excited. He would be so excited. <laughs> if we ever do that, I, you got to tell me because I will totally ditch my family for Christmas morning to go film that. All right, I'll make it up. To him. I'll make it up. To him, but I got to see it. that, and I got to videotape it. I love it. Well, I just wanted to say I enjoy you guys, and then for all the wives that are there listening, we're gonna, you know, make our presents on um you know with the grass factor and everything and we're going to be at the conventions and we're going to do our own thing and i don't think any husband was hindered that his wife was there because we really weren't really studying y'all we were having our own good time so that's just my shameless plug for the wives so that's all i wanted to say friends 
Yeah, we appreciate and, and don't you, be sad. Don't be sad when I hang up. The, the hang up sound is really kind of awful and 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 really bothers my soul. But don't be sad. <laughs> don't be sad when I hang up. <laughs> you hear telling in the background to hang up now. Hang up now. <laughs> the wives group is pretty amazing, Ray, and uh, you know, especially the fact that a whole bunch of de- degenerates like us have such good women to take care of us. It really is amazing that uh, any of them. Uh, let our respective selves inside them. It really is. So, uh, you know. Well, I, I got to say that. I love having the J-Pink cam because I just got to. But you know what? The All of the wives that that showed up for uh, the Dirty Deeds, I mean, I think those ladies had as much or more fun than the guys did, honestly, because I saw the picture at, man, TK and Asami were leading a party. <laughs> and I say that in the most generous way. They were leading a party. I mean, it was a good time. <laughs> Demet, you just it, it, it just went from this sweet and wholesome, amazing sentiment to, you know, R-rated. <laughs> zero to 100. And it just caught me off guard, and that's the best time. It's what I do. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's see here. We've got time for maybe one more call, and then we're going to jump over to the after show. We've got to get ready for Santa's show. Uh, again, I definitely want to see that Telly Coleman content because I know, I, listen, Santa is a very smart and all knowing, omnipotent being. <laughs> and I know once he sees all the, uh, all the issues that Telly's had and, uh, you know, to use TK's term, his fuck ups. I have no doubt in my mind that Santa will come up with some uh, outstanding suggestions and uh, you know behavior modifications, right? That uh, he can come up with and he can deliver very, uh, very uh, interesting things on the tree. Just never know, right? Um, and listen, Telly, this isn't just for you; it's for anybody else, but. You know, it might just end up being, uh, you know, a, a big veiny dildo so that you fuck yourself with that instead of the grass. <laughs> ah! Got him. <laughs> all right. All right. Listen, one more call and then we'll jump off of here because J-Pink can't handle anymore. He can't do it. He can't do it. I, uh, I need an adult. This might be the last. <laughs> He's an adult. Needs to stop doing this show need, with a fourteen-year-old boy. I need TK to come back. <laughs> Caller, you live. Caller, go ahead, cowboy. Paul, Paul Smith. This is where you I talk. Did. What's up, JP? Hey, guy. Hey, back to back champ, right here. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this or not. Back to back award winner. Oh, really? Back to back. Back to back. He actually started up the school bus today. He was DMing me here before the show. He started up the school bus, and he took somebody for a ride on a new 100-100 split sprayer that's going to transform his whole rig. I mean, tell us about it. Unless you got a question. I don't want to go ahead. I don't want to take up your time. I just want to introduce you. 
I, I don't have a question at all. I just wanted to call. I heard one last caller as, as I uh, walked out of the house. He I wants said, to. You know what? He's putting yeah, the mercy shot in this fucking show right now. <laughs> I, I just want to call and say good night. He had the hammer cocked, and he said, "All right, it's time to go." You mean all I got to do to get these guys to shut up is to call in? I can do that. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. He's but, I know we, we we are awful, right, Paul? I mean, all of us are awful. I mean, I can admit it. And you know what? If people think I'm awful, I don't care. <laughs> well, well, Ray, the the real reason I I called in tonight was I really wanted to hear your voice again. Oh. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! Oh. <laughs> this went from sentimental all, all, all and, and way, sweet to fucking weird. Yeah, this is like, like getting a little strange for me, but but that's okay because you see, I'm 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 still waiting now, Ryan, for yeah. the fried green tomato lady to call. I'm telling you, I think uh, <laughs> I think the PK uh, has as it set. We need to get uh, you to move somewhere over uh, up, in the over. southeast southeast United States within a two minute drive of no, Waffle less House. Than two minutes. Minute. You're gonna. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say something. I've already gone too far. Um, but <laughs> the uh, the 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 it should be superhero lawns. That's what you should open up. Superhero lawns. Tell me. <laughs> That's the winner. So register that in all the the uh, the SEC states, and I think we'll be good. But I I am glad that we were joined by Paul tonight. Um, Paul is the quietest and biggest supporter of the show if there was a uh, if, if that was a a title or a ranking he would probably mm-hmm. title I, I would win it <laughs> <laughs> the biggest supporter that says the least amount of words paul smith ladies and gentlemen paul smith this guy's a All fucking right. weirdo maybe a little bit <laughs> a little just a little all right listen we're going to the after show if you don't know what that is Go over and check us out, www.patreon.com forward slash burn return. Over there, you can join us for about the same price as a gallon of gas, all the way up into $20, which would buy you an hour of work from a, uh, a worthless uh, millennial or Gen Z kid named Tristan. So uh, do that or come over and check us out. You can jump on our live stream. And if your name is Tristan, I'm sorry, but that's just the way the world works now. See you next week. I was not ready. Ha, 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 ha.